You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. So I don't know what you're having for breakfast, but I have a feeling it's not a combination Krispy Kreme donut Twix candy bar. I don't know who thinks of these things, but I thought I would uh, just <laughs> throw out a little sweetness there from someone who is cutting back, or at least trying to cut back, on their sugar intake, which is really hard to do. But uh, that's what's going on now. I guess Krispy Kreme's kind of known for teaming up and partnering with other types of food products. That's what they are, barely. Uh, Twix. Krispy Kreme and Twix. They have a couple of new offerings that you can get if you want. The mini caramel cookie donut <laughs> to up topped with a Twix. The caramel cookie crunch original filled donut topped with Twix. And a caramel cookie crunch bar donut stuffed, stuffed with an actual Twix bar in it. All at your local donut drive-in store. I'm thinking that maybe they're not open now, but this is what happened. That's why I decided yeah. early on to sabotage my highly scientific mind with cartoons and sugar. Right. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. There was a pastor born in the Ukraine, because it's all over the news, and uh, in churches as well, we're praying for them, is encouraging Christians in how to pray amid this Russian chaos, as he called it. He said, this isn't a Ukraine is great and Russia is bad situation. He said, both countries have citizens who are made in the image of God and who want to live lives in peace and who want to encourage each other. So we're praying for truth and justice in both spaces. So people are praying for direct miracle intervention from God. Is this on part of God's timeline, a timeline, things that are going on? People see that, that it is all part of that. Women and children, families take the brunt of all of this conflict, wherever it happens in the world. It's not the only place that things like this are going on, certainly in the news. And so, Lord, we pray for truth and justice in Russia and the Ukraine for your intervention directly and that people because of this would come to you seek you you said i stand at the door and knock if anybody opens i will come in i'll fellowship with them i'll be theirs we're standing on that promise lord for all these folks in jesus name thank you for loving on us amen all right the sound of life i must say i was um watching college basketball saturday Mostly Saturday night. I laughed because I stayed home way too late. Um, and this is the time of year when I grew up in North Carolina. You know, I mean, it was getting ready for the greatest sporting event on the face of the earth. Really, it is now called March Madness. And um, now was I don't know how many teams they just about to let everybody in there now. <laughs> it's crazy, but I've seen it grow like crazy. And uh, Saturday was a time when there were quite some um, major upsets. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be for Syracuse. I kind of had a feeling that was going to, that was, 
that just wasn't going to happen against Duke. I think Duke is in a really good position to win the national championship. And they, they clobbered Syracuse, but that's okay. And also over at Rutgers, Wisconsin ranked 13th, came into Rutgers. Would have been a great opportunity for an upset, but it wasn't to be. But that was, man, there was a lot of upsets, including the one that I decided to watch into the wee hours of the morning because it was out in California, St. Mary's of California. Now, they're ranked 23rd, but they were taking on the number one ranked Gonzaga. And uh, it was uh, it was quite a contest. It really was playing there at St. Mary's, loving that team there. Pretty uh, pretty amazing. They said these guys could be a band. They could be the guys that work as baristas. <laughs> you just when you look at it, be like you don't think, oh, they look like a basketball team. But I'm talking about St. Mary's. So that's pretty cool right there. Um, but one thing I did notice in my observation of watching games is that there's a lot of praying going on in these games when they when it comes down to the last few seconds. Man, that you look, man, I'm serious. This there's a lot of praying going on right there. Just like I just thought that was Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. As always, the first person on the Cup of Joe hotline with the correct answer. First person on the hotline, you win my mug today. The hotline is toll-free, 800-946-1765. Always looking at today in history. A big day for Academy Award winner Hattie McDaniel. 1940, on this day, for her performance in a movie, Hattie McDaniel became the first African-American to win an Academy Award it was for Best Supporting Actress. What is the name of the movie that she won the Academy Award for? I'm going to help you out a little bit. All right? <laughs> movie came out. It was aired in 1939, of course. What do you mean aired? Showed in the theaters in 1939. It was... I'll give you three choices. All right? <laughs> I'm just laughing. Hattie McDaniel, first African-American win Academy Award. What movie? Was it The Godfather, Dodge City, or Gone with the Wind? Call me. 1-800-946-1765. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words, putting into sentence, doing. The Sound of Life. Here we go, 728. Cup of joe morning show hotline. I've got Monday lips today. Anyway, work them out. <laughs> go get another cup of Joe. Let's go to the Cup of Joe hotline. See if anybody wants my mug. Morning, Cup of Joe morning show. Who's this? Good morning. This is Michelle. How you doing? Hey, Michelle. I hope you're well this morning. You want my mug? Yes. Okay. Well, here's the question. It goes like this. 1940, on this day, for her performance in a movie, Hattie McDaniel became the first African-American to win an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. What was the name of the movie? Was it The Godfather, Dodge City, or Gone with the Wind? Mm. I believe it was Gone with the Wind. You believe absolutely correct, and you got my mug. Congratulations. Thank you. You are certainly <laughs> welcome. I appreciate you guys listening. Where are you listening from? Warwick. I love Warwick. Yeah, man. like it there, huh? Yeah, I do. All right. But Florida is warmer. Right next door to Warwick. Okay, bad joke this morning. Cup of Joe morning. 
<laughs> a great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. He showed up carrying with him a small case with two shirts, a toothbrush, and a few sandwiches for lunch. Not going on vacation, he said uh, he was showing up to fight for his country, the Ukraine. And by the way, he's 80 years old. He said he was doing it for his grandkids. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The Sound of Life. I wanted to uh, give you a, um, a little update here from a pastor who was in the capital city in... Uh, um, I'll get the wrong country in Kuwait. Not Kuwait. Uh, see, I knew I'd get the wrong. Um, and, um, man, in the Ukraine. Wow. So his name is Igor, and um, whose post, uh, he, he just sent out this post a couple of days ago. He said, please tell your people because of their prayers, God really fights our battles. The rockets disappear in the air without reaching our homes, and no one knows where did they go. Enemy tanks run out of fuel. Russian troops get lost and ask our locals for food and for directions. That is definitely God because we're dealing with the second strongest army in the world. And this morning, Kiev, the capital city where he is, and the other major cities are still free. And we, uh, in his city, uh, did not have to run to the basements. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you, Pastor. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Thinking about spring, well, this is early spring, but on the farm, I guess, down south where Francesca Battistelli lives, her and her family, they moved out on a farm. And, man, they have uh, 50 chicks in their hatchery cart right now um, to raise. And they said, that's a lot of chickens right there, but that's not the only thing being born in Francesca Battistelli's family. She gave birth to uh, number six, child number six, uh, a few weeks ago and announced it to the family. She said, well, the world's ready to meet my sixth child. It's kind of the way it is this morning. I hope your family is doing well, right? Always think about homeschooled families and such. Maybe your grandchildren, maybe your children have children, your grandchildren are homeschooled. What am I saying? I yes, Michelle, welcome to Cup of Joe Morning Show. Um, how many children do you have? I have eight children. That's pretty cool. What's uh, something that's really good that's happened to you lately? Hmm. Got to celebrate my birthday with my kids on Saturday. It was really nice. Yeah, Yay! very nice. What would you advise to, uh, what's your advice to families, or big family? Uh, structure and patience. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Pop some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The sound of life. Boy, I'm very, very thankful these days. I catch myself all the time. I really am. I Because in the news are people who just have it so rough. And I think, well, I don't know, man. Would I survive? Would I be doing it? And, and situation was that rough. I am just so, so thankful. I don't know if Mackenzie Scott is really thankful or not. But she is giving away money, and I didn't recognize the name right away until I found out that one of the programs that she's given to is 4-H. 4-H is huge around here, and I would imagine with the COVID, it's taking quite a hit, right? But it is a wonderful thing for your kids to get into in rural America, and they're all over. And the national organization, National 4-H Council, recently got a gift from Mackenzie Scott. 
And the president of CEO, she said, I got this call and I, it came as a complete surprise. It brought tears to my eyes and it made my knees weak. I had to sit down. It was $50 million. That's, an, that's a pretty nice gift. I don't care who you are. And uh, it, was, it was pretty amazing. And she said, boy, you know what? We're going to be using that to really good avail, right? Well, Mackenzie Scott has a fortune uh, who, that's in the billions, way in the billions. And then I realized, oh, that's Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. She got half of his fortune, and she signed an agreement to give away half of it. And that's what she's done. So far, she's quietly given away more than $8 billion of her wealth. Some you would agree with, probably, and some not. That is what she's doing. But again, it goes all the way back to the God thing. I think we were created to give. And I think you would agree with that. You're incredibly generous people. And I thank you so much. Being so kind is energizing, isn't it? And when you're kind, you're acting as you were created by God to act. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. New York had just completed their own Special Olympics. It's really pretty cool, and I want to do a big congratulations to some of the Hudson Valley athletes for taking home gold in the Special Olympics. Yes, yes. We have 500 athletes and coaches from all across the state completed uh, excuse me, competed in six sports. They have alpine skiing, cross-country skiing, figure skating, floor hockey, snowboarding, of course, and snowshoe. Wow. So among them, athletes from Northeast Special Recreation placed first in the floor hockey. And also head coach Joe Bellini was awarded New York Special Olympics Coach of the Year. Got a neat little video about that. So I'm going to post it on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page for you can look at that. Congratulations, team. Yes. The sound of life. Now, <clears throat> I found out that Jennifer Benson Schultz has the same problems that we do. Hesitation. She's talking about her friend Catherine in high school. They were best buddies. You know, talking on the phone all the time, working on school projects, passing notes in class, you know, stuff like that. And one Sunday afternoon, Jennifer said, I was thinking about Catherine because the pastor had talked about how to have eternal life. And she thought, Catherine doesn't really believe the Bible the same way I do. But I was very nervous. Been in that situation because you got a big friendship going right there. Suppose she was like, oh, you're crazy, you know, like that. It's interesting because the Apostle Paul seems like, believe it or not, maybe had the same kind of thing. He, in, in a letter to the church at Ephesus, he said, fearlessly make known, pray that I would fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. So, I mean, there's no getting around the risk, right, involved in sharing the good news because he said, I'm an ambassador. So I'm speaking on behalf of God. And she thought that too. Jennifer did. So she went and talked to her friend, Catherine. And believe it or not, amazingly, she didn't shut her down. <laughs> she listened. She asked questions. She asked Jesus to forgive her sin and decided to live for him. Right? So the lesson is the risk is worth the reward. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. This morning, I'll have a little bit of fun. I mean, on the first day of March, International Pancake Day. I had my pancakes this morning. The Dutch call it Shrove Tuesday, which translated means Fat Tuesday. 
So, uh, you know, coffee goes with the pancakes. At least that does. How bad do you want that cup of coffee? Let me know. That's the kind of thing. And yes, I did steal the idea from Brant. Okay, so that's <laughs> kind of the way it is. Yes, Nancy, are you a coffee person? No, tea. Tea, I'm a okay. tea lover. Okay, well, let's turn lover. it into a tea thing then. Okay? Yeah. Say you're on a trip by car, and you're out in Nevada someplace on a lonely road, right? And it's mm -hmm. the middle of the day, and you got that, you know, you're like, man, I like to have a cup of tea. I got to have one. And you mm -hmm. see a way station, and you stop, and it's the last one for like 400 miles. So mm -hmm. you go in to get a cup of tea, and it's mm -hmm. $10. Yes or no? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Wow. I actually make my own iced tea every day, and... I bring it with me when I go places. So you would already have it's it with you. There you go. I would already have it. Because not only is it cheaper, but it tastes better. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You're as funny as a cry for help. The Sound of Life. I want to share something with you that's very powerful. Saddleback Church out in California. They've got churches and pastors everywhere. And a uh, pastor that they know or He's, he's in the Ukraine, of course, and uh, he did a little video, just a little one-minute video with him on it, and I wanted to share it with you. At the end of it, you can kind of hear his, I realize you're just listening to it, but you kind of hear his voice break. He, the look on his face there for a few seconds at the end of the video before he stopped, it was heart heartbreaking. So I want you to know that, because you're going to hear a little silence, and it's just him just stopped. That's, you know, he's probably like, why? Why? These people, why? Why? Why are you, what are you doing? It's just insane. Anyway, um, this is a pastor from the Ukraine. Brothers and sisters, greeting from Ukraine. We love you and we are very appreciate for your help, support, for your prayer, for your communication with us. Yes, we have a very tough time in Ukraine but we can see as never before God's hand and his power and his protection in any situation. It's amazing what God is doing. I can tell you thousands and thousands of stories what God is doing during all of this time. God give us courage. God give us faith. God give us his strength. And we don't want to get any Russian land. We, we don't want to kill Russia. But if they came here to kill our kids, to, to take our freedom, we will not just sit and let them to do what they want to do. Continue to pray. Please participate with us. I ask you the name of Jesus Christ. Please do it and we will get a great victory for his glory. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The Sound of Life. Cup of Joe morning show on The Sound of Life. Relate is the name of the song there from For King and Country. One of their busyness life, which really went into high gear a few years ago. Has settled down. I guess with the virus and stuff, it, it kind of that kind of, you know, they they. I tell you, when we saw them in, in Manhattan that morning, it's been a few years that they had been out. I think about three years, and they were really starting to explode. Boy, did they have a sound! People all over New York City, they, they crowded the four corners, um, and just to watch their presence and listen to this 
music and stuff. And uh, it was really awesome. But the big thing was they were starting to get really busy. And I, th- and I thought, in the last couple of years, I thought, boy, that was nothing then, right? I don't. It's just amazing. That's the thing. That is busyness, man. It's a killer. I'm telling you, you got to have a, I mean, it's been proven scientific. Every six days, take a rest. God created the Sabbath. Jesus said, God created the Sabbath for you. <laughs> it's for you. Rest. You need this. Take a break. <sighs> Breathe. Deep, let it go. You know, pretty amazing. So I was having a little fun this morning. It is, in case you did not know, it may not be too late for you to have pancakes. I did planned it all out. Put a little vanilla flavoring in there. My gluten-free pancakes. That uh, Pamela's mix. You pay a little more for that, but man, it, it it makes about the closest to those fluffy pancakes as you can get. Which uh, it, it's Pancake Tuesday, which in Sweden is what Shrove Tuesday. Which translates to Fat Tuesday. Basically, it's kind of the way it is. But it goes along with coffee, and I'm having a little fun with coffee that I uh, stole from Brant. It's a little idea about how much would you pay for a cup of coffee, something like that. So let me know, you know, on the hotline. Yes, sir. Oh, you are? Okay. So the scenario is you're traveling, and you're in the middle of nowhere, really, and you're getting kind of desperate for a cup of coffee, and you see a, you know, a, a way station, if you will, and there's not another one for a long way off the rest of the day. And you go get a cup of coffee, it's $10. Yes or no? $10? Cream and sugar no. included. No? Really? No, I don't take sugar because my wife says I'm sweet enough. But, uh, okay. <laughs> but, but no, I take cream. But no, I wouldn't spend 10 bucks. I don't go to Starbucks. You know what? I'll do without. I'll just hum along. <laughs> no, but I'll be honest with you. If they had a good jelly donut, I might do it. The Sound of Life. So the sign... Out in the restaurant trying to be funny, a little bit of truth there, said 90% of marriage is just shouting what from different rooms. Think about that. So, what? Okay. Which it, it's, I mean, you know, that's funny because you do do that. But it is interesting because, and I'm starting to really like this guy, Jordan Peterson, because he's so honest and he's just got things figured out. You know, he's a brilliant man. And his daughter is a follower of Jesus, and he was saying and, and kind of confessing, I, I think I am, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. But he has got just a little bit of a nugget here for you about marriage. And 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 really, li- just listen and take it in, okay? Just do me a favor. This, this will... It doesn't matter how old you are, how long you've been married, or whatever. It's profound, really. Your life isn't margaritas on a beach in in Jamaica. That happens now and then. Those are exceptions. Your life is how your wife greets you at the door when you come home every day. Because that's like 10 minutes a day. Your life is how you treat each other over the breakfast table. Because that's an hour and a half or an hour every single day. You get those mundane things right, those things you do every day. You concentrate on them and you make them pristine. It's like you got 80% of your life put together. These little things that are right in front of us, they're not little. That's the first thing. They are not little and they're hard to set right. And if you set them right, it has a rippling effect and, and fast too, way faster than people think. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card. The Sound of Life. Ash Wednesday today, by a lot of people talking about that, starting the 40 days of Lent. Are you giving up something for Lent? The um, 
lot of times people have to give up their phones. I know if you're a correctional officer, you go into training even. People drop out of training because they can't go without their phone. They have to leave your phone somewhere else. Can't bring it in the unit, uh, facility. They'll leave it there. Mm, maybe that would be maybe that would be a very freeing thing to do that. They say summer camp is when you take your kids and they're you know just playing out in the woods with the ticks and the leaves and stuff, <laughs> having fun. <laughs> Not sorry, I didn't mean chiggers. I should have said chiggers. That's the way it is. Maybe you're giving up coffee. You know, I don't know if you're a coffee person. Maybe that would thing that whew, that would. You know, and, and facing it. I mean, I really face it for me. That would be it. What would I do? Because I think I know the answer to my hypothetical question I'm kind of having fun with lately that I stole from Brent. Okay, so you're always welcome to let me know. On the Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline, yes. Coffee person? I've become a coffee person, yes. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Hypothetical scenario. You're headed out by car across the desert. Miles Ooh. and miles and miles. And there's a way station like around noon, and you're desperate yeah. for a cup of coffee because there's not another one until like in the evening. You've got hundreds of miles of stretch of nothing. So you go to get a coffee, and they're $10. Yes or no? No. <laughs> oh, really? Right off the bat, huh? No? Okay. No. I'd like my first cup of coffee in the morning, but I don't think I would pay $10 for it. I would forego okay. it. Comes with cream and sugar. Oh, well, still no. Okay. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Uh, on the first day of Lent, known as Ash Wednesday, you may be thinking about giving up something. Thought you might like an interesting little one-minute conversation between Uncle Matt and his niece, Zoe. Guess what I'm going to give up, Uncle Matt? No idea, Zoe. What are you going to give up? Uh, Coca-Cola. I said, Zoe, you really like Coca-Cola. She says, yeah, I know, Uncle Matt, but Father, he was talking about giving up something that's really difficult. So for me, Coca-Cola. I said, well, that's great, Zoe. Ash Wednesday evening. Two days later, Friday evening, I'm out at the basketball. I'm out at the basketball with my two nieces, Emma and Zoe. Emma's the elder, she's playing in the basketball game. Zoe's the younger, and she's sitting next to me with five or six of her little giggling friends from school. So I look across halfway through the second half, and Zoe is guzzling down a large bottle of Coca-Cola. I don't say anything, I just sort of smile to myself, turn back to the game. About five minutes later, there's a tug on my shoulder. Uncle Matt, Uncle Matt, I forgot. I look at her, I say, you forgot what, Zoe? Oh, Uncle Matt, I forgot. I gave up Coca-Cola for Len and I just drank a bottle of Coca-Cola. I didn't say anything. I just looked at her and smiled. She said, it's all over now. I have to wait till next year. <laughs> a great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The Sound of Life. I know it's Ash Wednesday, March 2nd, but um, this is the reaction <laughs> when the truth is out, kids, finally the day is here. The monumental day for kids in school today. The mask mandate has fallen off. No more masks, kids. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Yes. Jumping around, having fun. Mask falling off anyway. There you go. Big day today. But I kind of agree with Simon who said, uh, kids Zoom class, so much better than work Zoom meetings, you know. Kids Zoom class is fun to watch. They're all shouting out their third favorite candy. One kid is shining a flashlight up her nose. Another kid is Iron Man. Wow, good times, right? 
The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up and do something. The sound of life. How about uh, something a little different right now? How about an update from the Dominican Republic? Oh, yeah, there we go. I can see the kids playing basketball on the court that you helped to build in Lower Zion. If I show you the right photograph, you can see, whoa, I guess you appropriately named. There is a Zion's village in the Dominican Republic on the north side, right below the town or city of Sasua. Kids everywhere. Kids everywhere. And one of the things that Mike and Jack did, and they knew when they came there, not only to feed and give a, a, a nutritional meal to the folks that were scavenging around the garbage dump, desperate in need, but also to start plans for to get kids in school, to start a plan where, and the most vulnerable are the girls coming up, something they could learn to do that they could make money with and give them a way out, an alternative, right? And that would be the sewing program, Souls for Sewing program. And then at the, when I was there a few years ago, they were just starting the bread baking program, and since then, some people have really gotten a hold of that. The youngsters, I mean, I'm not talking about eight-year-olds. I'm talking about when they get to be teenagers, and they really turn that into a business. I mean, fresh bread, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is great stuff. So they have come a long way, and the latest news has to do with a village called La Union. There's small villages, and a lot of the people that went and made their way, because it was close proximity, you just take the trail on the backside, you come right up in the garbage dump there, and the government is trying to keep people from going into the garbage dump, which is actually a good idea because it's, it's very dangerous, very unhealthy. Um, so the feeding program, which was up to six days a week in the garbage dump, has now switched to the village of La Union, and it's now underway. They have 70 children being fed every Tuesday and Thursday in the name of Jesus. And I'm... Uh, uh, <laughs> can I do it? It takes a lot of guts to try to feel off of Spanish really quick. And Hombre de Jesus. Yeah. Samuel and Yasmini have officially opened up the new building in La Union for the Sewing for Souls program and the Bread of Life Bakery program. This bakery serves as a dual-purpose area not only for teaching baking skills to the children of La Union, but also as a kitchen area to give the children and families of the village food and clean water. Amazing. All in the name of Jesus. And boy, do they know that. Wow. We So, there you go. If you're going along with the Crossover Cups mission journey in the Dominican Republic, it is growing. Lives are being changed. And as Mike likes to say, I'm not eating rice and beans and taking a cold shower every day if I don't see God working. <laughs> and God is, is really working in those families. The, the children going off into a different area. Wow. Uh, eventually, the students who are trained in the baking program, they'll be equipped to make the food on their own for the community. So everything's in order, got the plan, and it's going along there. There is a radio station in Delaware, a Christian radio station, that primarily takes care of La Union. And you have a village, too. Out of, what, six villages, you have your very own village in Lower Zion. The community center is there, going to town. Children, believe you me, they come out of the woodwork there everywhere playing and having fun all in the name of Jesus. Wow, hip, hip, hooray, yes, go. The Sound of Life. Were you surprised? Kind of a rhetorical question. I bet you were that Derek Jeter stepped down as the CEO of the Marlins and shareholder five years ago. He uh, decided to you know, invest in the Florida Marlins, lives in Florida, and he's the CEO of the Florida Marlins. And they were doing things, I mean, he had a plan. 
revitalize the team. I know at one time they had like the lowest payroll in Major League Baseball, and they came within one game of the playoffs uh, under a really good manager. He went on to manage the Yankees for a while. Um, so, you know, I mean, there's always a team, it seems, that gets in the playoffs, professional team that has that low payroll. But, man, you you know, there's a saying, you got to have the horses. You really do. And apparently he thought they would have an additional 10 to $15 million to spend, and then it e- evaporated. I just thought he kind of, during the baseball player-owner negotiations, you know, he was a player for over 20 years. He knows the heart of the players. But I guess, you know, it was the, the CEO and the vision of the Marlins. That's the reason. This is the right time to step down. But you do kind of wonder, don't you? And I was thinking, you know, God is like that with us. He knows. He knows where you're working. He knows where you're living. He knows what that's like. He knows what your emotions are like. He knows what you're feeling. He knows where your fears are. He, he can empathize with you. He has your heart. He's on your side. That's kind of reminding me of that. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. First of all, let me just tell you, I'm the one in my family. If there is something hidden in the meat, I will find it. They always shake their heads when we're almost done dinner, and I go, ooh, mmm, mmm, a little, you know, whether it's the hamburger meat or the chicken or whatever, that little piece that's in one in a million, I will find. <laughs> There's no reward in it. It just happens to be my thing. It's kind of the way it is. When you're eating raw clams, then you know, oh, you know, there could be a prize inside. Absolutely. But this couple in Cape May, New Jersey, eating at their favorite seafood place, they've been eating there for 34 years. Loved it. Oh, that's that's absolutely incredible. Right? So they're eating recently, and he he clamped down on something. Boy, I know what that's like. And he thought, he, you know, one of his teeth was coming out, but he spit out an oyster. I mean, an oyster. He spit out a pearl. It was a pearl. They said it's worth thousands of dollars, probably. Wow. I'd take it. Take the money. Wow. That's what I'd do. You know. But anyway, he's saving it. <laughs> this is what they're going to do. They're saving it right there. I, I honestly think that it's more of an amazing thing that they've been eating at the same restaurant for 34 years. Amen. <laughs> Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. So in my village, well, it's not my village. I don't live right in the village. I live near it. I won't tell you which one it is, but Route 9 runs through the middle of it. <laughs> and there's a pizza place. <laughs> Imagine that, right? Yeah, pinpoint it, right? Well, the pizza place is pretty popular right on 9, and they're moving. Well, they've already moved, but they, they moved to a bigger building, which happens to be like next door. It's like almost in the same parking lot. So they left that little vacant building there, but it's already been occupied by a pizza place. I'm not making that up. Wow. That's what we need. It's another pizza place. But as someone who transplanted from the South enough years to go, what took you all so long to get the pizza makers down South? Wow. And the dough, that's a big thing. You know, that New York City dough, man, you can't beat that. 
So now there's disturbing news, but as long as it stays in California, it's fine with me. Uh, I had a friend that moved to Arizona. He was taking a picture of a pizza place. I said, unless the guy's in the window twirling the dough, we all know, you know, you don't go in there. That's the first thing you look for. You're not going to see anybody twirling the dough here because this California company unveiled a, and I'm not making this up, is a vending machine that uses robotics to make pizzas. They do it in about three minutes. That was kind of the giveaway right there. It was kind of like, mm, three-minute pizza. I've had that. <laughs> okay. But that's what they're going to do. Um, and they're checking it out, trying it out right there. You know, they got the crust, sauce, cheese toppings. It has a big window you can look in there and watch it make it. It would have to because it's like, dude, I'm not shelling out money for something sliding out of a vending machine you know but they uh ooh, it's uh kind of neat i mean the whole process takes three minutes that's crazy and there's they're taking pre-orders the machine is a hundred thousand dollars but here's what they're gonna you know they, they want to get it in well schools would be a great place i'm like yeah no kidding <laughs> right airports colleges high-rise buildings mm. I, I just make a prediction right now that that thing won't get any closer than Cape May. <laughs> I just, I don't think so. But just in case we went out there and wanted to survey, because they're out in other countries. Uh, and I didn't know that. But we wanted to talk to Vincenzo's and to see what he thought about after he saw the pizza making, see what happened. So that's the pizza you put in the money. Oh, oh wow. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. No, no, no. Wow, wow, wow. No. The pizza looks really good. You guys, you go for this pizza because this pizza is actually done pretty well. Stop it. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. I get excited whenever I hear the British actor David Suchet. The name may not ring a bell since he's British and he pretty much just hangs out in Britain. <laughs> but... um Back in 2013, he had the opportunity of his life, but he was right in the middle of filming the last episode of Agatha Christie's. He was uh, her, be, be, her, the beloved Belgian detective. I can't say that name wrong. Uh, and then he was also starring in a stage play, and he took on what he calls the biggest role of his life, and that was to read the Bible. He said it was a fulfillment of a 27-year-long ambition. I felt totally driven. I did so much research on every part of it that I couldn't wait to get going. And he donated the money that he got for doing it. Okay? It's an incredible example, an inspiring example of how to glorify God by stewarding a gift. I hesitate to share it with you. I mean, he knows he's got a good voice. And you will be astounded when you hear it. And you may recognize the voice when you hear him. But I just want to just, uh, just a few seconds of him. And, and just, you know, just so you know who we're talking about here. Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. I dare say you're ever going to find a computer voice that's going to sound like that. Isn't that incredible? That is amazing. But you have talents, too. In the Bible, specifically, Peter said, you know what we're going to do? Because they were relegated to basically nothing. They had nothing. and But they had gifts that God had given them. And that's exactly what they did.
they used them to God's glory. You know, he said, if anyone speaks, they should do it as one who speaks the very words of God. Just like David did, offered his talents to God. That's what he has. You have something as well, too. You know, what, what, what could you do to manage or steward them better for God's glory? Think about that today. Heavenly Father, at times we squandered our gifts and talents, and we all do. We ask you to sharpen our commitment to manage the gifts you've given us so the world praises you. Right? That's a great prayer. Amen? All right. Thanks, David. Woo. The Sound of Life. Every time I hear We Are Messengers, especially that song there, Come What May, they're singing with Corey Asbury, but I think of Darren Mulligan, who heads up We Are Messengers, turning his truck over, kind of on purpose, because he hit dry ice and he was going to hit somebody. Early in the morning, it's dark out. He's going to the airport. We all do that. And he's in Nashville. He's starting the tour, starting out, you know, fresh again. Turns the truck over, gets the backpack. Well, I guess it threw his backpack out and his guitar out, so that was okay. He gets out, and the guy that he was going to hit comes over and rescues him, takes him to the airport. <laughs> Just goes to the airport, calls his wife. Hey, honey, I, I left the truck turned over out on the interstate. You might want to go pick it up. I mean, I just think about that. Think about those odd things. And then I'm thinking, did he ever, did he get a good cup of coffee that morning? That's all I'm kind of thinking about right there. <laughs> yes, Cup of Joe Morning Show Hotline. Good morning. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Jim here. Good morning, Jim. Well, sort of a delayed reaction into your coffee question. The question was, if you're on a deserted road and you stop, like, at the only place for hours and hours and hours, and you get a cup of coffee, you're in need of a cup of coffee. But it's 10 bucks. Do you pay 10 bucks? Well, you know, if I had 400 miles to go, and this was the only place to get coffee, it would really only depend on one thing. The price would have nothing to do with it. Really? Okay. It would depend on whether the front end of my car developed a severe shimmy. A shimmy in the front. And that would be due to the shaking of my hands on the steering wheel. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's your answer. There you go. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. I'm going to tell you about a radio station. You know that either I got hit on the head because I'm telling you about a radio station or it's something way different. And they say this is being called the first of its kind launched anywhere in the United States. And it's being launched this week. It happens to be in Colorado. So I feel pretty safe except it's online. It's Inside Wire is the name of the radio station. Colorado Prison Radio. Now, with all the talk, we're talking about Bibles through, um, you know, prison fellowship. God is really working in that. And if you're thinking like me, what can we do to reform the prison system countrywide? Hardly anybody ever talks about that. There's a ton of people in there, right? And this may be just what we need right here. The general manager and program director is Ryan Canero. So he was telling the news team there, you know, he said, I think it's a perfect medium radio for this environment. I mean, we really believe that listening and sharing are essential human acts both in and out of prison. That's why you enjoy it, right? That's why everybody enjoys radio. They're no different. Or maybe I'm talking to you that are incarcerated. You're no different right there. They do have music. They got news and entertainment, a collaboration between the Colorado Department of Corrections, University of Denver Prison Arts Initiative. The hosts come from prisoners. Uh, there's a um, correctional facility, Sterling Correctional Facility, women's correctional facility. So they have women's as well, too. The morning show starts at 5. I don't recommend it. No, I'm sorry. It's, it's got, uh, is, and at 9, they got the hotlines open behind the mic at 9 p.m. at night. 
And Ryan, the manager, says many of the people I'm working with inside prison facilities are here because they committed harm. And they're separated from society as a consequence of that. And they're working toward healing and redemption. If we continue to have what conventionally has existed, which is a space of great isolation and a sense of lack of connection, that redemption and healing is much less likely to happen. So he knows what he's talking about. I think storytelling, listening to each other, and sharing those stories is fundamental. It's fundamental to anybody, isn't it? Yes. So at great risk to my radio show, I will post it on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. The link is easy to remember, coloradoprisonradio.com. And I do that only because I know you'll just switch back and forth, if the most. A great way to start your day, the Cup of Joe Morning Show. And I got to tell you about a couple of young ladies. The big question is, you come to know Christ, you're born again, you want to be baptized. Would you get baptized in the Hudson River on February the 12th or perhaps this morning? Can't imagine it was much different February the 12th than it is this morning. Would you do that? Well, these two West Point cadets had a very good reason for wanting to do that, and I applaud them and we should all applaud them. Yes. They um, they got baptized by Brooke Parker, who is the Baptist Campus Ministry, probably responsible for them to know Jesus. The two cadets are named, let's see, their names are, are uh, I'm sorry, Brooke Parker is one of the cadets, female cadet. And Jenny Ma, right, Joshua is the Baptist Campus Ministry person, director. And so they were offered, they said, well, you can use the baptistry we have. It's in the basement of the chapel on the campus. And they were kind of like, eh, you know, that's just kind of hidden away. I mean, I'm excited about my new birth. I want to, I want everybody that can watch to watch. I want it open, out in the open. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that a great attitude? Yes. If, there, if there's one thing you want to brag on Jesus you know, it's like I'm standing out here and I'm doing this, and they didn't want to wait. So they put this poor director of the campus ministry. He shared a message from Ephesians, and I bet he was praying hard. He said the river was painfully frigid, and they went in and they celebrated their new birth along with 60 witnesses. Loving it. That's exactly what they wanted. Uh, Jenny said, I'm placing myself and building my relationship with God above all. And I have never been more happy and joyful. I have fallen in love with life again. And it's because of God. Wow. Yes. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Are you thankful today? I mean, you know, it's like, it's not Thanksgiving. A long way from Thanksgiving. But uh, be thankful today. Is there anything you're thankful for today? Yes, Naoka. Uh, listen, I'm just <laughs> thankful. I'm thankful to God for each day I wake up and I'm going to work, work with my little children at the school and I'm a nurse and I'm thankful that he keeps me going no matter what I go through, pain and everything else. He <laughs> oh. keeps me going. <laughs> Nurses are special people. My mom was a nurse. My daughter's a nurse and you're a nurse. Yes. All right. Bless, bless them all. You know, <laughs> the sound of life thinking about a couple who was saved out of the dark water at night 
cold, dark water in the ocean, even though it's Southern California, still cold. They said it was a miracle. The rescue team said it was a miracle. Imagine those guys have seen a thing or two. And they pulled this couple out because somebody heard them screaming. And it just so happened that they were close enough that they could get to them in time, 9 o'clock at night. It's a good thing they were screaming. So I always scream. No, I'm just teasing. It's not really funny. I mean, it was very scary. And they said in most recent memory, the uh, rescue chief there, Craig Newell, the couple were believed to be in their 20s, and they got them out of the water, and everything's okay. The only thing is, and investigators talking to them said that they, they were dropped off by jet ski drivers from Tijuana, Mexico. Wow. That's a whole other thing they got to look into there. And I was thinking about people, you know, trying to get into the country. And the thing is, they probably don't realize how dangerous it's going to be. They just see the end results. We'll be in the United States. We'll be okay. Give the guy all the money we have. And then when the, once they get into situations that are very dangerous, um, and a lot of times people lose their lives. They were saying there may have been other people there. But they didn't find anybody. They had a helicopter looking and all that, right? But uh, Craig Newell, the fire, uh, rescue chief, he said, incredibly lucky to be alive. Wow. All the combinations were working against him. Cold water, dark, rough surf. Just so happened that the rescue team was there. And I think about, you know, rescuing is good. It always makes the news. Somebody rescued, right? Jesus rescuing people every day. Hopefully he's rescued you. I mean, he's there. Right there knocking on the door is the way you put it. All you got to do is believe. That's it. But what he offers you, whew, wow. I don't think we have a full understanding of what we've been rescued from. Now, you may be like, well, man, I tell you, I came out of a real dark place. That's great. But I, I don't think we, I mean, I think we will know, maybe. But, boy, the rescue is something. And it cost Jesus everything. He's the one that... Went into the dangerous situation, painful, all that. He did all the work just to just to rescue us. And usually that's the way it is. When you when rescuers rescue somebody out of the dark waters, they're the ones that do the work. They know what has to be done. You just come with me. But I like what God does for us. You know, those guys probably got a blanket put around them, maybe got some crackers and stuff, you know. But we made heir to the throne of God, the creator of the universe. I can't even explain a gift. You got it. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. So we got a Friday. I know it's cold out and stuff. I'm thankful. I mean, I am so thankful since that's one thing I think the last couple of years. I am coming out of this just like I wake up and I'm very, I take a deep breath. I've got air. I'm in a house with heat or soon to be maybe windows open you know in a place it's it's okay we're, we're surviving you know i mean there's so many things to be thankful for that's what i kind of want to know from you best of the week something you're thankful for something like that yes good morning cup of joe morning show when my sister fell uh in her two stories and almost lost her life and was uh in florida south florida fly down there. She was in a coma. My mom couldn't go. I had a friend who had a place down there. He happened to be staying there in Miami, and she was at a hospital up in Pompano Beach. And he said I could stay over there, and it was about a 40, 45-minute drive. 
drive every single day from the place where I was staying up to the hospital, and it was very difficult. I had to speak to surgeons. I didn't know what I was talking about. They said she probably wasn't going to make it, that she even woke up from her coma. Every single day, I made that 40, 45-minute ride up to the hospital. He showed up also, this friend of mine. He drove separately, and he showed up and sat with me, and he not only gave me the place to stay, but he was there with me every single day. I didn't ask him to come. I just needed to deal with stuff, but he was sitting there making sure I was asking the right questions, making sure I had a, a friend to be there with me when we were making the difficult decisions. There was a lot of prayer that happened. My sister did come through. She's doing just fine today. It was amazing. Anyway, it filled my heart. I'll never forget it. God rest his soul. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You might as well get up do something. The sound of life. Food can put you in a good mood. And um, you probably go, yeah, that's right. There's certain foods. The ones that I like. A big magazine recently came out with an article about the foods. There's like 10 of them that are known for putting you in a good mood. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, every one of those foods has their heroes. They're, they're people that really push that particular food. Well, like salmon. You got your salmon people. Oh, yeah, we got salmon. You know, every day we got pushing salmon. You got your green tea people always pushing, pushing the green tea thing. You know, you got your avocado people. All these can put you in a good mood. Believe it or not, tofu. Yeah, I know you got your tofu people. You got your walnuts. I love walnuts. I love any kind of nut. Thank God I can eat them. Oh, man. Oh, thank you, Lord. You know, but you always got those people pushing those but what else you got spinach aunt ruth could make a killer spinach boys it's amazing absolutely amazing chicken i grew up on chicken it's kind of neat so I, you know that's why i was always in a good mood but i would have to say of all the top 10 foods that i would really push for that certainly put you in a good mood i would think dark chocolate would be mine <laughs> oh you look like a man who could use more the sound of life i was looking for a particular sound and uh, it was the sound of hope in the midst of the bombing in Ukraine. People fleeing underground, subways turned into bomb shelters. In the midst of fear and death, there's this tiny little miracle born. You may have guessed I'm talking about a baby. A little baby was born. Mia is her name. Mom's 23, got assisted by police when they heard screaming. And so they went, and, oh, she's having a baby let's get her into the bomb shelter mother and baby are doing okay they were taken to the hospital they're doing well is the word that was used right and um one woman told the newspaper your birth is hope in this dismal time the birth of a baby is always hope in any time right You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.